It's now time for Trivia Tracks with yours truly, Price Robertson. Here is today's Trivia Track. Here are some great moments in graphic novels. While publishers have been binding up comic book series into anthologies for decades, comics historian Richard Kyle coined the phrase graphic novel in 1964 to differentiate between comic books. Graphic means that the story is told through pictures, and novel indicates that it's a long, novel-length, or novelistic story. It was first widely used to describe a contract with God and other tenement stories. A Long Work by comics legend Will Eisner about a family of immigrants living in a New York tenement building. In 1986, cartoonist Art Spiegelman veered away from the gross humor of his most famous work, the Garbage Pail Kids trading card series, and released the first part of Mouse a two-book epic graphic novel based on his father's recollections of being a Polish Jew during World War II and surviving the Holocaust. Jewish people are depicted as mice and Nazis as cats. After the release of Mouse 2, a few years later, it became the first graphic novel to win the Pulitzer Prize for Literature. Question. Who is Mark William Calloway? Wrestling fans know him best as The Undertaker. Widely regarded as one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, The Undertaker is a seven-time world heavyweight champion in WWF WWE, having held the promotion's championship four times and the world heavyweight championship three times. Born in Houston on March 24, 1965, Mark Calloway played football and basketball in high school. He dropped out of college in 1986 to focus on a career in sports and briefly considered playing basketball in Europe before deciding to focus on wrestling. He trained under Buzz Sawyer, whom he hated because Sawyer reportedly lacked commitment and provided a limited education. He began wrestling as Texas Red under a mask for the WCCW in Dallas, losing to Bruiser Brody at the Sportatorium. He was accompanied to the ring by Percy Pringle, who would later serve as his manager in the WWF as Paul Bearer. In 1989, he joined WCW as a villain and adopted the ring name Mean Mark Kellis, a name devised for him by Terry Funk. He was portrayed as morbid, wearing predominantly black ring attire, and was described by Jim Ross as having a fondness for pet snakes and Ozzy Osbourne. In 1990, he jumped ship to WWF, where he became Kane the Undertaker in that year's Survivor Series as a mystery member of Ted DiBiase's Million Dollar Team. Approximately one minute into the match, the Undertaker eliminated Coco Beware with his finisher, the Tombstone Pile Driver, and eliminated Dusty Rhodes before being counted out. However, his team won the match, with DiBiase being the sole survivor. During the match, Calloway was referred to as The Undertaker, omitting the name Kane, which was dropped shortly after the event. Among other events in his career, he defeated Jimmy Superfly Snuka at WrestleMania 7 in 1991, feuded with The Ultimate Warrior in the WWF's first body bag challenge, turned face when he stomped Jake the Snake Roberts from attacking Miss Elizabeth with a steel chair and went back to heel status in 2001. He officially retired from wrestling in 2020. They influenced everyone, from Janis Joplin to the Rolling Stones, but we bet you don't know most of their names. Here are some of the most influential musicians never to make it big on the world stage. In 1963, five American GIs stationed in Germany, Gary Berger, Larry Clark, 
Eddie Shaw, David Day, and Roger Johnston decided to start a band. They called themselves the Torquays, a name inspired by Berger's admiration for the Fireball's hit instrumental piece, Torquay. After the band were discharged from the army, they decided to stay in Germany, now calling themselves the Monks. The band's appearance was considered as shocking as its music, as they attempted to imitate the look of Catholic monks by wearing black habits with cinctures symbolically tied around their necks and hair worn in partially shaved tonsures. Their unconventional blend of shrill vocals, feedback, and David Day's six-string banjo baffled audiences. But music historians have since identified the monks as a pioneering force in event-guard music. Altogether, the monks were the progenitors of punk and garage rock. The band split in 1967 when some of the members decided to return to America. Called the nice lady with a nasty little voice, Wanda Jackson started out singing gospel and country music in the 1950s. But while recording her first album in 1958, she was one song short and included a crowd pleaser from her live shows, Apples, Oranges, Melons, and Berries. They're sweet, delicious, nutritious, and extremely dangerous, apparently. Here is a surprising and perhaps weird news story about someone who sustained some nasty injuries, courtesy of Nature's Candy. In December of 2017, a Salt Lake City woman named Valerie Zog took a vacation to Hawaii, home to an exotic piece of produce called the breadfruit. As Zog was sitting on board a tour bus after coming out of the Polynesian Cultural Center, an unripe breadfruit, roughly the size of a baseball, suddenly came flying through the closed window. Glass scattered everywhere, and the breadfruit slammed into Zog's face. She said, I stood up and I just felt the blood rush down my face. Surveillance video from a nearby building showed some teenagers running away from the scene of the crime, but police never caught the culprits. For more amazing trivia, check out the Trivia Tracks podcast at thewatchatallpodcast.com. Till next time, I'm Price Robertson. Amazed by today's trivia? Then join me every Monday through Friday morning for Trivia Tracks on Fox Sports Camden 97.1.